0: we Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related. We're coming to you live from Limerick City, Ireland. It is the 8th of February and the Leeds Crystal Palace match has just finished. So Game Week 23 is in the bag. We're going to discuss how that worked out for both of us. We're going to have a look at Game Week 24. But before I can do any of that, please allow me to introduce the birthday boy and my podcast partner in crime... Seamus, how are you getting on my friend? Yeah,
1: really well, really well, I've had a good Monday night, Um, birthday was yesterday so I can't say, I had a good birthday as well, points coming in after what I would say is probably a poor start to the game week, finished off quite well.
0: Yeah, well I mean you can't really judge a game week until the fat lady has sang, so you know, it it all worked out in the end, how did your game week 23, actually no, first, how did your birthday go? Uh, yeah, well, uh, there's not a whole lot you can do. So it was just uh, stuff my face with
1: uh, cake and uh, no beer, because I kind of have to be on alert in case the missus kind of goes into labor at any minute, I suppose. So I probably shouldn't really just be sculling pints. So, uh, yeah, no beer, but um, a lot of no secco. So sparkly, bubbly stuff that makes me feel like I'm drinking, but not actually causing any effect. And lots of cake and lots of, like, tons of shite. I'd say I'm about a stone heavier and I was last week, just amount of fucking Doritos and chocolate and stuff.
0: I gave you shit me? Off, the, off the air. I was saying to you, you should be getting plastered. This is the one time you can drink drive without any, you know, feeling bad or worrying about the guards pulling you over. You just fly past them. You know, they can follow you to the regional if they want. But once you pull a pregnant lady, you know, going into labor out of the back of your car, I don't think they'll have too many questions for you. So, you know, make the most of it while you can, James
1: as yeah, my get-out-of-jail-free card, maybe I should take advantage of it, but uh, I think I'm probably more worried about my wife kicking my ass if I was drunk when she
0: needed me to drop her to the hospital in <laughs> the guards, I think, so <laughs> Yeah, that's... stab me with a coat hanger. <laughs> that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, so you're not drinking. I am drinking. I'm drinking some lovely Lefe tonight. It's a little, little bit, you know, gas station uh, beer for any of you snobs out there, but it's fancy to me, and uh, I haven't had it in ages. It's really nice. But my game big 23 was pretty okay as well. I I think I'm on 80-odd points. You are, I think, up and around the same score, yeah?
1: Yeah, I'm on 84, it looks like, uh, assuming that Dallas gets those three bonus. um, So he got an assist in the first five minutes in tonight's game. So he ended up with 12 points. And uh, look. That's you know I'm kind of you know I've done well to this weekend. A lot of my points have been across the back, but there's been could have been even better. Could have been even better. We'll get to that in a while, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we might as well get to it now. Uh, what was your what was your highlights and your lowlights this week, Seamus? The
1: highlight this week, let me pull up my team. I'm kind of forgetting already. Cool. Uh, yeah, no, my highlight this week was definitely uh, Gundogan because he's still not that highly owned, and before that city game. I was what? I was um on a red arrow. Uh but that game really turned around. So like it just showed the effect that uh, he would have. I think his ownership is is still not too high overall. It's 23.9% as it stands. I think in the top 10k it's probably closer to 40 or maybe 50%. Um, but it still makes a huge effect. That's his effective ownership. No one's really captaining him. So it's big jumps up the rankings every time he scores. When he missed the penalty, I was like, all right. You know, this week so far, I've had a red card. I've had a missed penalty. This is going terribly. You don't have him. I'm trying to catch you in our mini league. You know, just trying to save some face at least, to get close to you, lay a glove on you. Um, you were week, pulling bitch. away, but then I was like, "Gundogan, that's 13 points. Sure doesn't have at all." So that was my highlight. But yeah. the low light was leaving points on the bench.
0: Yeah, I have your bench Lakeway. up and yeah, I have your bench up on the screen there, and uh, you left a good, a good heavy 20. 20- 21 pointer uh, sitting there talk us through it man
1: yeah well look i wasn't going to play double city defense even though i was backing city to win to nil you know i wasn't going to bench Salah because look he's on penalties and in these type of games there's always a chance of a penalty and so it happened so it actually happened there both teams got a penalty going on penalties i was like nice one handy seven or eight points here only went and missed it so to see him actually uh come back and score after um losing the clean sheet. And that was kind of quite grand. I'm happy I benched Stones. But I also, um, my transfer this week was to get uh, Pope in. Once they saw the double game week had been announced, I was like, right, I'm having Bernie. Probably going to captain Pope next week. I'm kind of wavering on it now because he's, he blanked, obviously. You were going to captain but, him. I got him in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think there's like two clean sheets, at least one clean sheet next week. And, you know, when he gets a clean sheet, he's kind of floors like eight points, nine points. Mm. So I'm kind of like, I might just get him in. Like, you know, he's good for a good 14, 15 points next week. So that was my plan. Said I get him in, get him in now early before he's benched. I wasn't going to get me in. I looked at my defense and I don't want to change any of those defenders um, until like the game week twenty. Six kind of comes up, in which case I'll get rid of Crestwell at that point. Why would you? So, yeah, I'm looking
0: Pope. at your defense here. There's like nine, nine, nine potentially 12, obviously, for Dallas. But 9-9, you know, asterisk 12 and uh, yeah. a blank for Cancelo. That's some fucking performance. There,
1: w- there would have been another 9, except
0: I benched Martinez. And that was the problem. My-, my transfer this week,
1: I don't mind my transfer, but it just left me with a benching headache. Martinez Pope, Martinez Pope, got Martinez last week, was delighted to finally get him in. I thought the Arsenal game was a pretty good fixture, but just on paper, the Brighton game was a better one. And actually, you know what? I looked at it afterwards to see was it a bad decision. Brighton only had two shots on target the whole game. Um, One of them was from Dunk, who ended up scoring. They had the lowest XG of... I don't know how Palace have got on tonight, actually, in the XG rankings, but before tonight's game, uh, of the 18 teams that had played, uh, Brighton had the lowest XG of any team, at like 0.52, according to the Fantasy Football Scouts members' area. And, uh, yeah, that was lower than everyone, even lower than Sheffield United. So I kind of chose the team with the poorest offense to, to back a clean sheet against, but it just obviously didn't happen. So, yeah, that was a that was a kick in the stones. But the other thing then was the rest of my team was was difficult to choose to bench. And it was happy to just bench one city defender. So Stones was on my bench. But then I didn't really want to bench Calvert-Lewin. He was playing my team. You know, United, my team, didn't want to back a player to score against him, was always going to play Suček. So it kind of came down to Justin or Calvert-Lewin. And uh, that's Calvert, or Justin just seemed like a nailed-on clean sheet against Wolves, who have just been really, really poor lately, never looked like scoring. So as always, I, said, I said, I'm going to back him, and I'm just going to back United to keep out uh, Calvert-Lewin. And if they hadn't conceded the last-minute goal it would have been 5 points on my bench but that last minute goal was a 7 point swing because he got the 3 bones then after that obviously.
0: Yeah, a real kick in the stones as you said, uh, especially when it's against your own team and you've got them benched, it's extra painful, it's like no, not 12 points just sitting there I was similar, I played him um, but I was similarly, you know, f- Fucking fuming at the last goal that United conceded. You never want to see that. You know it's it's a basic rule of FPL that football comes first for for the majority of fancy Premier League managers. And yeah, uh, yeah I would have taken a Calvert-Lewin red card over United dropping those it, those two points.
1: Did you celebrate that Calvert-Lewin goal knowing that um, I didn't have
0: him in FPL? You're not looking down as far as I am. Are no, you? I'm not afraid. looking that far down. No. What are you like 80, 90 points? No, no, no. I'm not celebrating anyone. Like I was fucking. Uh, when they scored the girlfriend can attest to that No, um, and I don't know why I think it's just I've seen United conceding late goals and dropping points far too often over the last couple of years uh, so you I kind of was looking at this free kick going alright just come on lads, this is it one more fucking one more bit of pull the finger out and you're sorted and no um, bullshit from David De Gea once again and, uh, Terrible. Yeah, absolutely. But this is what the third time this season, second or third time in the last two years at least, where he's refused to grow a pair of balls and, uh, you know, come out like a goalkeeper come out and should. Himself. And he doesn't. Yeah. Well, the first goal was,
1: was, was the worst offense, I think, I would say, because it gave Everton, like, the momentum to try and get back into the game. But they came back level when they had no right to be level. United were well on top. Bruno scored a fucking worldly goal. He was my captain. I was delighted. Everything was going well in the world. Uh, then that goal and the second goal a couple of moments later I was like "Yeah, all the fucking hard work United have been doing here and Everton I thought I heard other people saying was Gary Neville saying Everton are approaching the game well and playing well against United on Sky Sports oh, yeah. I, I f- thought they played terrible I thought they didn't lay a glove on United and then just came out and played well for a five to seven minute spell at the start of the second half got two quick fire goals United took over again and then last minute soccer punch so yeah that nearly now that was a Saturday it was the day before my birthday that kind of left me in a bad mood that night. It actually really impacted my mood more than any
0: other United result in, you know, probably months. Well, because you have that juxtaposition of United, I would agree with you, I think United were very, very dominant in that match. It was a, a joy to watch at least the first half was a joy to watch as a United fan. Not so much as a, a non-Fernandez captainer. I was kind of going, oh, shit, I could have made a mistake here. But we'll get onto that later on. Uh, but, yeah, first half, as a United fan, you're delighted. You're seeing a fucking peach by Fernandez. Cavani's got on the score sheet again. Um, you know, it's it was all kind of coming together. And, uh, yeah, 10 minutes in the second half, Everton, you know, kind of came out of the traps on fire and uh did i mix? did i do two analogies there On out of the traps on fire but um yeah they they came out all guns blazing there's a third one and uh yeah fucking two goals all of a sudden i was thinking shit this is game on but no united did come back into it as you said seamus i didn't feel um too worried once they got the third goal it was pretty much united so i'm not surprised it it pissed you off. So instead said of it pissed me off. I definitely wasn't celebrating no fucking DCL twelve pointer. No knowing you had him on your bench definitely cheered me up a little bit, more so than him <sighs> getting the points, just knowing that you weren't getting the points. I was like that always uh, makes me happy, but I'm I'm a petty, petty man that way. So I What said, about um what about Bruno's goal? How good was that? Yeah, that was a fucking peach. You know, just everything from the blase step over to the um you know to the finish. It was just a fucking peach. And I hope it shut some of the you know anti bruno crowd up with the oh penalties referee we said it on last week's episode it's like where what match are you watching like don't get me wrong I'm full of bias when it comes to United. I, I recognise that I might be blinded as, uh, to some things, but not to the likes of Bruno Fernandes. Like, even the father, who's a staunch Liverpool fan, turns around and says, not recently, but, you know, he turned around a couple of weeks ago and said, like, you know, he's just a, a fucking world-class player. Um, So, to hear that kind of anti-Bruno minority voice around the place, I uh, hope this fucking goal shuts him a little bit up. But in general, uh, I think those who did do have dcl they'll be happy there was a lot of people kind of worried you know they got him in for the newcastle game two matches two game weeks ago blanked then he delivers what nine points last week and this week's 12 points so coming into that double game week 24 that'll have kind of settled a lot of nerves i'd imagine and maybe even kind of start a bit of a bit of a, a fear of missing out bandwagon do you think
1: yeah he's the most uh, oh he's not the most anyway he's almost level with Gundogan they both have 318,000 transfers in this game week they both have a double game week they're by far the most transferred in players ahead of this double game week uh, 24 yeah right that was just 23 just gone by um, yeah so like it's what Monday Um. now we know they've got a double but like uh, the good thing about someone like those City players those City players are going to shoot up the rankings especially Gundogan he's breaking the game he's just so cheap and he's Getting goal like he's got thirteen points. Having made, if he'd score that penalty,
0: he'd be on twenty. Yeah, I'm you know? sitting there as um, a good owner, going, "I need to sort this out."
1: You know, he's playing better than KDB for a, a longer period than KDB has played in any single game this week, this season. Yeah, like when KDB comes back, I'm not buying KDB for Gundogan staying right where he is, even if his position might change a bit. Uh, well if it changes too much it'll be a shame but he was doing this while KDB was on the pitch
0: yeah he was and the question I wonder will be if KDB goes back to penalties does Kundigan stay on him especially now that he's missed one at Anfield or you know with Aguero he's he's back in first team training now as well so does he go up to peck in order with, with City penalties um, I suppose there are questions that we'll have answered over the next couple of weeks but before we get too far into game week 23, my highlight well, my low light this week I suppose it's one that's been talked about non-stop uh, so I won't spend too long on it, but that's Suchek red card in the otherwise um, yeah, I was otherwise I was happy enough with that West Ham Fulham 0-0, I mean I had Suchek I don't really care if he scores or not I got him at a 4.9 price, so you know, he already is coming off the back of some massive fucking points over the last few game weeks. If he gets a blank, yeah. that's to be expected. I was more worried about Antonio, who went into this as, I'd imagine, probably, like, third highest captain. I didn't don't remember which I was checking, but I know at one stage, especially amongst the Twitter bubble, it was all Antonio, Antonio, Antonio. So I was fucking freaking out that he'd, uh, that he'd yeah. go mad. And he didn't. He didn't. He blanked and looked tired and came off holding his hamstring, so... I think he asked to come off.
1: It, well, it kind of looked like he was kind of going, I don't know if he was injured, but it kind of looked like he was like, I'm lacquered. Yeah. He, like, he was walking around for a while before, and, and I remember thinking, oh, this is kind of... Excuse me, because I was looking at him too. Yeah. We actually mentioned on last week's pod, we said we can both go from Brewster straight to Antonio. And part of the reason I got Pope this week was to resist that urge. I said, I'm just going to have to gamble against him, because I have decided my plan and we'll probably speak about it in a while what i'm going to do for these upcoming double game weeks in 26 i'm going to bench boost Mm. so i don't want to be bringing somebody in who's only got one single game in that week and i believe are they playing city that game week which Uh, i'd have to double check this game week 26 um yeah city are going to have they're playing city so like i've got crestwell i've got Suchek. i'm gonna have to get rid of those guys out of my team well maybe not Suchek but i want to get rid of Want to diversify my portfolio? If I'm going to bench boost that, we can bring in double game week players, uh, which we'll know more about at the end of this week. So I didn't want to bring in Antonio, and then have to get rid of him, even though he had two good games, especially when he could get injured any minute. So I said, no, I'll just have to pray against Antonio, and I know how this goes. So I got in Pope to resist the urge. Yeah. You thought um,
0: Pope will help you pray. Against Antonio, you know, and uh, well, I was like, I'm not going to take a hit for Antonio.
1: I knew that I wasn't going to take a hit for Antonio, so I just prayed against him and it went really well. I was delighted, and Cresswell then got me the nine points. I was like, yourself, didn't really care about Suchik Blanking, he's done his business. And then to see him sent off was bullshit. Yeah. Been rescinded already, so yeah, that was that would have been my low light had it not been for just benching DCL benching the shit on the points. No, not I mean, even benching DCL just conceding the goal against United and tr- dropping two needless points you
0: know yeah no I said it like before like it's my low point not from not necessarily from an FPL perspective but certainly from a footballing perspective like that just you know it really pissed me off on uh Saturday evening, I think it was, and I was just like, you know, you just left you going, like, left looking at the TV going, like, what? What am I watching? What are the commentators watching? What is everyone watching that Mike Dean isn't watching, do you know? And how does it go so wrong? Two weeks in a row, I mean, whatever about the Bednarak one, um, the, this was just an absolute farce of a red card. And, yeah, they've rescinded it, but they ain't gonna give us back our fucking three, three points, so fat out of good that no. does. I even said it to you that, I'd nearly rather it stuck. It would make things a lot easier for the next couple, uh, upcoming fixtures if if uh Suchik was to be missing a few, it would definitely make the switch to Gundagan a whole lot easier for me. That was
1: that would have made it a nice, easy don't have to think about it move. He's missing three games, but you know, I'm delighted he got it rescinded because they have a lovely game against Sheffield, so now you get a tough decision.
0: Probably not going to sell them against Sheffield's, but are you, who would you get rid of in your team? You know, that's that's your question. That is, and we're going to get into it. But before we do, my high point of the week—it it was basically—it boiled down to this week. It was kind of one of the toughest decisions, um, not just transfer-wise and benching-wise. There was a lot of decisions to be made this week, but for me, it was like a captain decision. Do I play it safe, like yourself, uh, with Fernandes, or do I take? The ballsiest of risks and put so the ballsy. <laughs> So ballsy that I put the captain We got into this the other day. We did, <laughs> we, we did, we did. I think the fans would be on uh or the listeners would be on my side um in terms of, you know, putting the captain's armband on a man who is, you know, in a dreadfully out of form team against you know the likes of fernandez who is on penalties and is playing in the team with a team who's you know on massive form i think definitely was a bit uh a bit more risky than especially when you're in the top 100k like me you're kind of going like i don't need to be doing stupid shit here i can just play it nice and safe chip away chip away but you know i, I had son i you know what's the point of having them in and I'll set the scene I'll set the scene so basically I'm sitting there it's Sunday morning I'm supposed to be at work and I am technically at work but uh I've got the match on the television the stadium Spurs Stadium White Hart Lane it goes black 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 as the night and then suddenly boom explosion out of nowhere that's gotta be, that's gotta be Kane that's gotta be Kane you're damn right Harry fucking Kane coming was, out were you waiting
1: for me to come in
0: <laughs> no I hope there was an audio bed playing there if it wasn't I've just met an absolute fool of myself Oh, I was wondering. I didn't hear anything,
1: so that's why I was. I was like, "When is he going to start playing this here?" Sorry, you said not to interrupt, but I couldn't. Couldn't hear anything.
0: Well, you wouldn't hear it. You wouldn't hear it. It's. uh it would be on the the stream, but it's okay. This just makes us look even more lovable, even more lovable and amateur. If there wasn't an audio bait on the YouTube version, there's going to be one in the in the actual Spotify podcast. But uh, yeah, Harry Kane. He surprised uh, a lot of FBL managers this week with a quick return uh, to the starting lineup for Spurs and. Made an instant impact with, uh, you know, a goal and um, you got to you gotta just kind of... The Harry Kane-Sun duo, you know, teaming up once again, that made my weekend. That was my highlight. Seeing Sun score, and especially, you know, it was, what, 67, 67 minutes, 78 minutes kind of area to match where you're thinking, oh, this could go either way, a blank here, and I'm, you know just annoyed that i even had the audacity to captain son, um but no he came good and he got the two baps as well so a 10 point return uh yeah that was my baps
1: out of nowhere like after like several minutes after he'd been taken off the pitch all of a sudden he's bumped up to two baps but i believe it was for the passing bonus he made that completed uh, about a certain amount of passes to to get into the extra bps which brought him into the bonus but yeah, uh, that was that was quite disappointing because before then I was like, okay, eight points, Bruno, seven, one point difference, not going to worry about it. I'm still not worried about the uh, the uh, the extra two bonus he got. Um, like, Bruno was on for three bonus until United fucking started throwing it away. Like, so what can you do? Um, and, like, neither of those were my, even at that point, neither of those were my top point scorers in the team. My po- top point scorer was Gundogan, even after he's bending this. And then my next one was probably Calvert Loon, was on the bench. So, more annoyed at that than.
0: Sun's two bonus. Yeah. What uh what does that bring you up to now? I'm sure you're on a, a nice healthy green arrow.
1: Yeah, let's pull it up here.
0: Uh, just to go on
1: t- seeing as you are talking about the ballsy captain pick, Sun was the second most captained player in the top 10k this game week, 24% captaincy. Bruno with 44% and the real ballsy move was Antonio with uh, just under 21% captaincy. Um which was a blank and you know what I would have thought if I brought him in I would have given him strong consideration I just he's likely to get you 1 point by going off injured after 10 minutes which is the real risk uh how did my my own live rank go um, it's a nice big green arrow 84 points I would have broken 100 points this week if I played the right goalkeeper and played uh played Dan for Sue check especially that yeah. would have been an extra 12 points so 84 points sees me go from 492k up to, after auto subs, 363. So it's like a 26% change according to my rank. So I'm kind of in a good good spot now. Um, slowly just tipping away. Uh, it's been a real slog this season. I'm just making a lot of bad decisions. But I've taken a few hits the last, not last week of week four, but the few weeks building up to that to get my team exactly how I want it right now. And I don't really want to rip it apart to just get in double game week players, but I do still, I need to attack the double game week. Otherwise I'm not going to go anywhere. So my team is fine this week. I've got the double game week 24 is coming up and I've got three city players. I've got uh, two defenders in Gundogan. I've got Nick Pope and goals, which is the kind of burning player I want. And I have Calverdum.
0: Yeah, so we'll get into um, a bit more detail in what the game week, what your plans are for game week twenty four shortly. Uh, but before we do, yeah, I'm again. I don't know if I mentioned yeah. it, but I'm on a green arrow as well. Tell uh, me,
1: tell me yours, because you were on a big green arrow. Like I it was this last game, the twelve points from Dallas here, and everyone has Banford, so don't worry about that. But but those twelve points have allowed me to take you take you over. Before that, you were the one in in game with points not in mm. not in the actual OR god no I'm miles behind you 72 points behind you or something like
0: that yeah what's your so, what uh, was your overall score this week just to remember to clarify 84 yes so you got 84 i got 80 so a massive 4 points gained and i'm there Seamus. Well done. um but-, uh, but, it, but my point is if i just if i played like two of the players that i have who
1: did well for you i would be on an extra 19 points i'd be on 103 points
0: this week yeah, well, you know, that's that's it, isn't it, Seamus? If my aunt had it's wheels, she'd be a bicycle and all that. But I got 80 points. I'm up to 47.763. So 48k up from, uh, what was I? Was something like seven, 67. Something. So I was 67k before the start, up 28.85%. I love this live FPL site. They're constantly updating it. Um so I don't know if anyone you ever to have
1: you ever checked out fplgameweek.com? dot com
0: no, I haven't that's the new, that's
1: the new one I'm on now that's great as well Man, they're both very good
0: uh any chance to throw us an l sponsor there and uh you know get us get us in the the bankroll no.
1: Yeah, I don't know who's I don't know whose website this is, so I don't know even know who to get onto to try and get sponsorship. But uh, we'll, if we keep throwing it out there and tagging them,
0: yeah, tag them in maybe, everything. That's
1: the plan. Tagging them in everything, we might get some sponsorship.
0: But yeah, no, that was uh, game week twenty three. I mean, we could look through the fixtures a bit further if we wanted, but uh, there isn't a whole lot um, that we won't be discussing when we look ahead. Uh, but looking just off the top of my off the top of my head, there, I mean, the Man City Liverpool match. We kind of talked about City already. We've talked about United. The villa had a great result, one nil. Martinez owners, you know, in the points once again. They're fucking loving it. Uh well, you get two bonus this week. Watkins scoring again. Uh, I think that's um, what's that? Three, one, two, three, four, four goals in the last five matches now, and. Uh, yeah. A nice And three bonus points to boot. Three points to bonus points to boot. He's got
1: bonus in ages. He you know like he's got like six, six, two, six. He's got the nine this week.
0: So yeah, and yeah he's, he's, he's doing really well. An okay run of fixtures. There's just some lovely fucking mid-price forwards out there right now. You know, DCL Bamford. Bamford getting some more points tonight as well in that Leeds 2 0 victory over Crystal Palace. Bamford coming out with a goal, another goal. So like he's got, he's on what. One goal, two, three assists and two goals in the last three games. Do you know what I mean? Two goals, three assists. So it's like he's back in form, especially after people, you know, shipping him after his 59-minute appearance in game week 20 and blanking against Newcastle. That was a lot of people's kind of final straw. Fuck you, you're out of here for DCL or whatever. Watkins, you know, who is tipping away, as we said. But, yeah, he's been on a bit of a nice run since then, delivering, like, what... 26 points you know in, in 3 game weeks what more do you want from his striker that started the season as 5.5 I'm just a little bit annoyed that uh, I didn't get on him straight away you know I, I needed a bit yeah. of convincing with him
1: surprisingly if you sort um, players by form
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, in the transfer sheet amongst forwards he's top I would have thought Antonio was uh, would be doing better than him Watkins would be ahead of him maybe Calvert-Lewin all these 4 forwards and the, the most expensive is Calvert-Lewin at 76 the rest of them are all under seven. So, um, yeah, but Bamford is is top there. Tied tied with Antonio, actually, to be fair. Um, and as you can imagine, like, Gundogan is top in the overall uh, defenders. Sanchez, surprisingly, is top in goalkeepers with averaging six in the form. And I don't think anyone would be surprised to see Justin, after getting nine points this week and 15 points last week, is, is top in the defenders' form. Yeah. So, like, there you go. I mean, uh Bamford the cheap forwards is the way to go and it gives you so much budget not that we need budget because the premiums aren't really doing it but as you said with the return of you know Harold Kane that's uh that's something to stand up and take notice of it
0: is it is and uh, that brings us nicely into the doubles for game week 24 and beyond because um while Spurs might not have a double game week this week uh, it's just uh, city Everton Burnley and uh Who's it? Fulham? Yeah, it's just those four. Yeah. So, like, while Spurs don't have a double this week, they certainly have uh, a really nice run of fixtures.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is the thing. So, you know the teams that are playing this week, we said Burnley, Fulham, Everton, Man City. So, Burnley and Fulham are both have played 22 games. Um, of all the other teams that haven't played 23 games, you're looking at Southampton and Leeds still have to have a uh, fixture range, but that's 25, okay? And then you're looking at Aston Villa have only got 21, so they've got two games in hand as do uh, Everton and uh, Man City have got 22. So like with Man City's progress in the Cups, you're probably looking at further. Pro- I mean, they're almost certainly going to have a blank in 29, uh, assuming they get through the FA Cup this week. So they're going to have probably a double 26. There could be They're restricted in that they can't have midweek games in 27 or 28. So they could have double game weeks 25 as well. It's all kind of up in the air. And Ben Crellin is the man to look at the permutations for, but you definitely want to be on Triple City. And for me, assuming Spurs and uh, Liverpool have double gameweeks 26, I have to make a decision on. Wait, I'm going to bench boost this game week, that game week 26. So I got to decide do I want Kane or do I want Salah? I don't think I can have both.
0: Yeah, but um, before and I don't we, think I want
1: to sell Sun.
0: I get you. Double either. Before we look, I know. I uh, also apologies to anyone that might have been thrown off there I think there might have been audio issues on my end. Uh, my fucking mic didn't seem to be to be on there when I transitioned screen. But hey, that's the life of uh, a content creator, as as they say. But just before we look at twenty six Champions, twenty four Spurs, Everton, Fulham, and City, or that Spurs, Everton City are playing Spurs and Everton. Everton are playing Fulham and City. Burnley, Crystal has Fulham. And Fulham, Everton, Burnley. Like, you mentioned already you have your three City players. So you're set with that, right? I don't have three City players. I just have uh, Stones. So I'm obviously looking to move towards City. Not just with 24 in mind. Also with double 26 and, and 27 um, ahead of us. But what would your advice be to the likes of myself who isn't... Entirely prepped with their city coverage. Are you advocating two defenders and uh, and you know one midfielder, or what's the story? Because I'm tempted with Sterling. No,
1: no. I assume you have a, a plan in mind anyway. But um, like, what's your? No, I'm just. I, I, I don't even know why you've got Cavendish. You're gonna play him.
0: Um. Well, just looking at city, you like what you, Yeah, stones. I just have stones. So like where. Do you, you only you have two
1: players me? across all of those teams still?
0: Is that right? Uh yeah, I have Carver Loon and John Stones. So I'll be using all my transfers to like I'll probably yeah. take a, a minus four this week. Get What's in your t- bank? My bank is a crazy amount of bank. It's uh Jesus. Yeah six point five. Six point five billion <laughs> in the bank. It's an insane amount. Uh so like I'm not worried about money. I am like I do need to look ahead in regards to so who's on my mind this week to to clarify is Sterling Um, but if I was to go with Sterling then that would pretty much rule out Harry Kane and you know part of me is thinking do I just go Gundogan you know do I just take the the nice easy you know really well priced defender or midfielder or do I just kind of you know look for that higher ceiling even though I don't know if you could say he has a higher ceiling at the moment with Gundogan's uh, recent returns but you know look for that kind of higher you know output in Sterling like do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Um, yeah, it is something that it should be noted just looking at the differentials as differentials. Sterling is more of a differential. Mm. He's 12.3% owned. He's been on great form. He's got three goals in his last four games. He's got four in his last six. He didn't play a minute of that Sheffield United game. You know, if the fixtures are too easy, he could just be rotated. But Spurs and Everton look like the sort of games this week where he's going to play both because you're not going to just walk past Everton or Spurs. So I... Think he'll start and play both of those games. I don't think he'll be rested after getting eight, eight, blank, three, three, eight. And look, the game before that, he had a missed penalty, <laughs> so he could have had even points in that game. Uh Yeah, I would definitely be tempted by him. It's a lot of money. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I mean, he's on. He's I think starting Gundogan, to find that form. Gundogan's a better form. Yeah, he is. Gundogan's in better form. You know, that's that's the other thing. He's got like got three double digit hauls in his last. uh Last four games, he's got, man, look, one, two, four, six goals in his last seven games, six goals in the last six games, plus an assist, ton of bonus points. He's on penalties as well. That's the thing to take into, into account here. Do we know when Kevin's back? He's not back this week.
0: No, I'm not aware when Mister De Bruyne is coming back. But I am like, it's not necessarily Sterling or Gundogan, again because I do only have the one defender in John Stones. I could say, no, fuck it, I'm going Sterling and Gundogan, again. You know, upgrade Grealish and uh, and and uh, Suchek, You know, I have the money think, there to do it.
1: I think. I um, see. I don't know about getting rid of. Uh...
0: Greedyish because
1: any How's day now the they're probably going to be announcing yeah. a load of gobbles. As I said, they've got two games in hand that has got to be squeezed in here, and he's going to play like ninety minutes every game. You would think so. I would normally say a second city defender is the way I would go about. it. I'd nearly consider three city defenders if Gundogan wasn't in such good form. Yeah, but ooh, Spurs at home with Harry Kane back now, that could you know that could be going. We know how Jose going to play now. You got it. I think you need. I consider three uh, city defenders before I probably consider Sterling. If I'm honest,
0: yeah. Well, I'm not gonna do three city defenders, but I get where you're coming from. I think three city defenders is so fucking boring. Uh, I don't want to be so praying for a fucking clean city clean sheet. I mean, yeah, double one is one thing, but three of them get out of my face. You know, I want to be looking for goals.
1: I'm happy to. Yeah, but no, I'm 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 delighted with. Cancelo, Gundogan, and so I mean, if I was going to be picky, I preferred to have uh, Diaz rather than Stones, but mm-hmm. you know, at the time I was making the transfer, I couldn't afford that. So, no, I'm I'm, I'm I think you should you got to think strong and hard about the Gundo versus Sterling debate. You could get both, man. You could try both, and then that gives you an option if you wanted to, to go to KDB if from Sterling later on if you really really felt like it, but I don't know.
0: Are you going to captain? sterling this week if you get him that's the thing it's if i, if it, I, I get him captain. i am gonna captain him you know uh yeah. but i could if i get gundigan i'll probably captain him too which is why i'm surprised you were considering Pope. uh i'm like is gundigan not the the clear I find it, captain option when it hard yeah i don't know why i find it hard to um
1: to put the captain's armband on gundigan but you def- doesn't a
0: defender? that's crazy
1: yeah i don't know there's something happens every double game week where and we saw it the last time like defenders and goalkeepers always get you know big hauls i'm kind of half thinking of putting a triple captaincy on fucking pope if i'm honest um shades, yeah just for... shades of shane duffy there Seamus. i know that's the thing i the problem i have but i didn't triple captain shane duffy but i did put an you, see, you you keep thinking I had
0: triple captain, but I didn't. I just said shades of I, Shane Duffy in the FP- I yeah. meant it in the general sense, but I get you. I did yeah. that a couple of episodes ago. Uh, I I don't know, because I can't...
1: Uh, I would like to triple captain in Game of 26, like Spurs. If Spurs have
0: a double there, it's probably going to be a nice one. Like Ben Crillin, what's what does he say they'll have? Burnley in- and either Villa, Fulham or Southampton. That's the options. Sheffield. Not in 26. Oh, Southampton. oh no,
1: sorry, sorry. Mm. I'm looking at Villa there. Yeah, yeah. So... I mean Crystal Palace plus any one of those three well Ella might be tough but Fulham or Southampton you know Burnley you definitely, yeah. wanna, you definitely want uh Harry Kane for that one so I
0: think and it's not just that one I mean like there's also 27 and 28 potentially so he could be you know have tr- tr- three double game weeks in a row you know which is kind of fucking insane when you think about it Yeah
1: yeah so I think that's why I think I need to have Harry Kane for that now I don't need him He's got a good game this week. Uh, oh, no, that's 23. He's got a bad game this week in Man City. The West Ham game doesn't inspire me with a lot of confidence, but 26 to true 28, um, I'm
0: going to want him. Yeah. This
1: is assuming they beat Everton or Southampton beat Wolves, if either of those scenarios happen then um, yeah. they have the 29 blank so it's kind
0: of why it's a bit tough this this uh this week doing the pod in the sense that like we want to give advice for 25 26 and looking forward because this is where every FPL manager should have their head now it's not looking at 24 yeah. necessarily i mean yeah you're looking at 24 but who you get rid of And, you know, any moves you make need to be with 25, 26, 27, 28 in mind. And as we said already, we're not going to know a whole lot until the FA Cup matches are done and some rescheduling has been announced. But uh, everyone's in the same boat, you know, and uh, I I don't know. Uh, I think Harry Kane's a must-have. Sterling, not so much. Are there any other players that uh, you can uh, have your eye on for the doubles? Like Looking particularly now at twenty six.
1: Uh, yeah 26 So we'll keep some and we already mentioned Kane I think to facilitate Kane though I think I'm coming off Of Liverpool Who'll have a double as well It feels odd to like Sell Salah Ahead of a double game week Yeah But Like they've got Chelsea in that double And With like their new manager Yeah, yeah And Sheffield Who are, are finally started winning some games And aren't Conceding a ton of goals They will lose games 1-0 2-0 You know Salah could get Two goals in a 2-0 win but Liverpool just haven't been scoring a whole lot of goals. Mm. His goal against City the other day was a penalty. I don't feel full of confidence. You probably want him back from 27, and the chances of them having that Chelsea Liverpool, or sorry, that Chelsea double in that game week comes down to Chelsea having to beat Barnsley which... in the FA Cup, which is calculated as like bookies' odds 84% likelihood. So you have to think that's going to happen. Yeah, so Cell, I think it's sell Salah. Work towards Kane, which means probably bringing in Grealish. Yeah. Um, Like, I like their fixtures. I mean, even if they get, like you mentioned, Spurs having a uh, potential uh, double there in uh, doubles in 26, 27 and 28. Like, Aston Villa are down on the spreadsheet as potentially having, could still be announced that it's possible to get a double game week 25 if their Everton or Sheffield United game in hand is uh, rescheduled there. Then, you know, 26 is probably going to be one, should Sheffield United be, it's a Bristol City. Then you've got, yeah, possible 27, 28. Now, yeah, it has to be Villa is the, the other way into it, whether it's Watkins or whether it's Grealish. But if I downgrade Salah, it seems obvious to go to Grealish.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it depends on your your money a little bit. I am a Grealish owner. I'm sitting on on big super fucking calves himself, and uh, I'm like I like having Grealish. He's uh, you know everything kind of flows through him from Villa, but I also don't mind getting rid of him. That's the thing. Uh, I mean, obviously, looking, as you said, at, at Villa's fixtures, it makes it a lot more difficult with the upcoming doubles. That's what's keeping me off, like, potentially 25, 26, 27, 28, all doubles for Villa. They've so many matches uh, to be rescheduled. But, like, I am I have Martinez in goals. I have no problem getting the likes of Watkins in because I haven't jumped on Antonio or anything. So I have that mm. spot for Brewster. Like again, do you go There's just so many feckin' variables at the moment that it's it's a bit of a head wreck. Another team that you know, another player that people are eyeing up pretty heavily right now, and based on his recent performances, it's not a big surprise. Marcus Rashford uh, looked gr- you know really good against Everton there and gave me 23. He's got West Brom next week, followed by Newcastle, and then also has a double uh, Chelsea-Crystal Palace in 26, uh, you know, most likely. Uh, so, like, another nice run of fixtures. Seamus, thoughts on Rashford? You're not with him?
1: yeah. He's the one player this week when I looked at their next two games that I was like, ooh, someone like Rashford would be really nice. With Keeping in mind I'm talking about selling Salah, he probably will have a double. Um all they have to well, like I say, probably they still have to beat West Ham, who are you know, they, the yeah. percentage odds is given as 73%, but I don't think United are 73% likely to beat West Ham. I think it's a bit closer to 50-50 in that game, so it could easily go to West Ham. Um, who've been playing well recently yep. I, I think they've kind of got tough games in that one so like Crystal Palace beat them what 4-1 at Old Trafford this year I believe was it 3-1 Can't 3-2 remember.
0: was oh Crystal Palace Um, I don't, yeah 3-2 I think they smashed them yeah, yeah Wolves so.
1: uh, did, did did bits and yeah but the next one West Brom Newcastle you gotta think there's goals in there so maybe it's just worth bringing in for two weeks and then swap them out to Grealish at that week so I am thinking I might make a move there this week but, you wouldn't swap they
0: him out if the double got confirmed. That's the thing, you know. You're not going to take a player out when they have Chelsea and Crystal Palace. I know I wouldn't be anyway. I think that's a bit of a waste of a transfer. But hey, I'm yeah, talking yeah. to the madman who's thinking of dropping Salah.
1: Well, if look, you're the you got to focus your transfers this week, Jerry. You've got two. You said, yeah, see, so I do. Yeah, for on sure. players. Yeah, you got to focus on players who have got a Dublin twenty six and twenty four. But there's, so there's, there's a lot better. Got- there's a lot
0: more prepared managers out there who already have the triple city. That's the issue. Like I think I yeah. feel like I'm one of the few who I'm like, oh, I only have the five point million defender. Fuck, I need to get on this team who are like I don't know, unbeaten in the last whatever since the West Brom match, or since whatever like thirteen games. Like That's insane, you know? Yeah,
1: I think you're overthinking it. I think you're kind of going look. oh, these are all the highly owned players: Diaz, Stones, Cancelo,
0: mm.
1: Gundogan. And you're like, should maybe I should pivot for Sterling? As I said, if that's going to prevent you from getting improvements in other areas, you know, it's going to if that that putting the money in there is going to prevent you from getting Watkins, you know, if it's going to prevent you from getting Kane in a few weeks, or if you're going to have to take a minus four to eventually go for Kane, I wouldn't even bother. There's Sterling is probably just as likely to get the same amount of points as Gundogan as yeah. Cancelo. know, Cancelo got 17 points a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, Diaz, who's like nailed every game, is probably like Cancelo could be rested in one of these two games. Champions League coming back up up for City.
0: You know, that's worth noting.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. But that's why they um, they can't have a double game week in 28. Um, But uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I I think you got to focus on City, man, or you know, Burnley. But there's only really maybe. Ben Mee or Tarkowski or Pope that you really want from Burnley, Chris Woods is injured for 24, is it? Um, for 24, yeah um, you're probably not going to go for, but maybe you want to go for like someone like Dean, I think Dean would be a player I'd like to have, and I may have in my game of 2016, they've got kind of good fixtures, but I don't think we will be bringing them in this week, I don't expect anything against uh, Man City, and uh, Fulham you're talking about really punting, if, Su- if Suchek had been suspended, maybe you'd look at someone like Adamola Luckman yeah
0: I think the, yeah, I mean, Areola offers a a decent shout. Uh, Like, I'm not really looking at him, but Everton, Burnley, Sheffield United, Crystal Palace, all in the next four matches. It's like they're, you know, and the double, obviously, in 26, uh, potential double in 27, potential double in 28, you know. um, Like, they, they are, you know, if you were looking to bench boost, I think the likes of Areola is kind of a nice... Uh, sub keeper or second keeper, but you said you're not looking to bench boost. You're looking to, or you are looking to bench boost. Is it in twenty six? I am looking to bench boost in twenty six. That's why I brought
1: in Pope. So, uh, in in that game week, I'm gonna have Pope and I'm gonna have Martinez. Hopefully, both with Mm. with doubles, Um, decent doubles as well. Um, by the looks of it, and then I'm gonna have my triple city all doubling. I've um. Well, this is them making assumptions here. I'm assuming they're, it's very, very highly likely they're going to have doubles. It's very highly likely that... Um, well, actually, no, it's 50-50 that calvert Loon will have a double, a double. No, he'll certainly have one because they've got two. another game they have to have rescheduled. So if they don't get their FA Cup game rescheduled, it's just as likely they'll get like the Villa game rescheduled or something. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm probably going to have those. And, yeah, you're talking about getting rid of my... I keep my Leeds players, I think Uh, because Leeds have a somewhat good game against Aston Villa. I think Bamford got a hat-trick in that game earlier in the season, so I'll probably keep him for that. Um, That way, if Martinez does nothing, maybe Bamford does something. And I'll need him for 29, because I'm fucked in 29 otherwise. Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just getting rid of my West Ham players. I think in game week 25 and 26 is what the plan is, uh, moving towards it. Maybe take a point set, go all out using that bench boost for 26 and try and find another spot to play the triple captain chip. And when these FA cup games have been announced and some fixtures are rescheduled, if I can see, you know, a good opportunity to use this, I can't see a good opportunity to use it. I might do it this week, this uh, week, hope, or maybe again, but yeah, I yeah, could, yeah, could do it. If, if we hear before that, you know, we see what the 26 fixtures are and I'm not going to bench boost and I can't see any other spot where maybe I want to put it on some like Kane. Or Bruno, then I could put it on a yeah, but it's it's risky with the Champions League back in rotation. It's just it's just, it's just an, an insane
0: amount of options and variables floating around the place at the moment. I mean, I love it from an FPL manager's point of view. This is exactly the kind of game that you know I like playing. You know, something that I know is difficult, especially for you know someone who might be a little bit more casual. But like anyone that takes this seriously, and I know you know. Fucking most of us, especially anyone listening to this, probably eats, fucking breathes and sleeps FPL. And uh, especially if they've gotten this far into the fucking podcast, 45 minutes. But um, yeah, I, to me, it's it is just there's a shit ton of options out there. It's going to wreck my head, but it's the kind of, you know, the good head wrecking that I enjoy. Uh, but, you know, for anyone feeling down, we've got a question in this week. Um, Paulie asks D. Hanio, he says, where's the best place to look for divine inspiration? His love for fancy football is waning, but he'll keep jungling along. And also, our son Kane back in the table, seeing as Harry is risen from the dead. Um, Dealing with the first part, where's the best place to look for divine inspiration? Uh, if you're falling out of love a little bit, or you're getting a bit of burnout, or fucking FPL fatigue. Seamus, you're one to, to talk about that, because you're always whinging about feeling fatigued from FPL.
1: Yeah, it's the um, the kind of incessant nature of this season where it's just game after game. You know, if the and I think it's I've heard it mentioned in other pods. I I definitely would agree. You listen to other podcasts? Games. do indeed, do indeed, and uh, steal their content. No, I'd like to. Everything like, is. Some you hear a lot of nonsense. There's you <laughs> hear a lot of nonsense. You hear a lot of nonsense on this pod oh, right now. Um, but what I will say is, like, uh, take every You only hear nonsense. I if do I actually like to get the audio working.
0: Mm. <laughs> Is no, it you know? isn't. I'm just still pissy about the last time. Go
1: on, yeah. Yeah, but what I would say is um, it's a slow drip feed of games, you know. Having, like, four games on a Saturday, but one after the other is the thing that would wreck your head. The, the game we just gone, not the one, 23, but 22, I think it was, where you had the midweek games and you had, like, four games or five games, like, in a two or three hour period i was like boom that's perfect that's how you want it you want all the games to be out you know what your points I'm are i'm actually the opposite i know that's... i'm in the
0: minority there and what you're saying mm-hmm. is is definitely the general consensus with the drip feed but i love the drip feed i get to watch every fucking game because i don't have a goddamn dvr that's taping matches or i go back and watch it later i can't do that so i the fact that i get to stick them on the tv there it's you know that's that's right up my alley you know
1: yeah, yeah, I get it. I I find it bad for my mental health because I'm getting too like I'm watching the one game and everything's all about oh this game is going to ruin my rank and then the next game's like oh my rank it's like too much of a roller coaster. So I'd rather just get it all together in one dose and that's how it would normally be in seasons past. So it's, it's different. If you're it's, feeling
0: down, James, like what do you do to to pick yourself back up? Re- regards, to FPL. Not in real life. I don't care. easy. Yeah,
1: easy. <laughs> points hits. That's the way you do it. If you're falling out of love with the, I swear to God, if you're falling out of love with the game... No, you're you do of, not oh, tell someone not, to go
0: on tilt when they're fucking feeling down in this. No, no, If
1: you're not enjoying the game and it's been a bit of a struggle, set your team up. Now, obviously, take points hits with some knowledge. Kind of Look up how your team is. Don't be doing like what Steve was doing there this week and taking points hits to get into Lonzo. You know, when your team is perfectly fine and you would have been on a much better score had you not taken unnecessary hits. But... Like uh, that's our mates Steve, Steve team, uh, who hit in Alonso. Took a minus eight this week, which included and getting get, in now two Alonso. city players. Um, that's the
0: real fucking pile of shit.
1: And got rid of two city players just before they announced the double. Yeah, that's that's. It was after they announced there. it.
0: Like he did it on Saturday. Yeah. What? It's like it's almost like he doesn't like, listen to us. Starting right. to think, I'm like like think this to is falling in deaf ears. Yeah. I think he turns off after half. But an going hour. back to Polly's <laughs> question, I don't play. Him. Most people do. Yeah, take hits,
1: man. <laughs> Get your team in it, set up in a way, uh, you know, that you like, you know, come up with a strategy, whatever it is, and take hits and kind of just play to your strategy and just start, boom, step back and just let's see how it plays out and if it's not working, take some more hits, but I'm taking like a minus 16, just take like a minus four, take a minus four the following week minus four again if you need
0: I to do not condone that that's James's side 100% support his opinion I am the opposite take it out in your family and your loved ones like uh, you know a normal <laughs> person don't take it out in your FPL team um, but no it's seriously like if if, if shit's uh, if shit is kind of you know I'm, I see where Seamus is coming from like if you're kind of you know yeah, it's not fucking tickling your your ballsack at the moment. Then yeah, do have a bit more fun with it. It is just a fucking game. Just do whatever the hell. Enjoy, Enjoy the game more. Play yeah. the game. Um, but the second part of his question, uh, are son and Kane back on the table scene as Harry has risen. Like we kind of touched on it already, but um, in general, yeah, um, I think with Harry Kane back, why, how could they not be? You know, Seamus, I mean, you're already looking at him. I think if you're not bench boosting, we mentioned the variables there in 26 and stuff, if you're not bench boosting in 26, your team isn't kind of looking like it's set for a bench boost, or you've already used your bench boost, Um, the likes of a triple captain, you know, is is just right there on, uh, potentially, uh, obviously once this is all confirmed, uh, for the likes of Spurs. So for me, I have still got sun. so... Like he, I'm just gonna stick with him. Harry Kane, he's gonna be hot property and someone I'll also be looking to bring in. So, I'm definitely giving a thumbs up to, to Son and Kane, they are back from the dead. What about you, James?
1: Yeah, again, there's no immediate. Push. I mean, I have Son, so that's a hold. I'm not gonna sell. Uh, I'd like to have both. I mean, they're the only two that interest me from Spurs anyway. Um, not really looking at a defender, there's other defenders doing just quite well, but yeah. That looks like a fine double, especially if they get, like well, probably more so if they get Southampton. They already put, what, five past Southampton? Or was it six earlier yeah. this season?
0: You um, still have Sun anyway, don't you? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah I'll keep Sun. Um, I'd sell Salah before I'd sell Sun, like I said earlier. But Kane is definitely the one I want to get in. His ownership is low at the minute. A lot of sales over the last while because he was injured and was under cheaper options there. I think he's effective. So there's ownership your opportunity. Like 1% or 2%, just under 2% or something like that. It's mm-hmm. crazy, I couldn't believe it was so low I was like, surely he's still in like 20% of teams But if he is, they're all like dead Not all, teams, so shout out to FBL effective.
0: Dave there Who fucking held on to Kane And uh, played him this week to You know, to, to great effect So, uh, not all, but yeah The vast majority of Seamus are definitely Definitely dead teams
1: yeah, But you kind of like I think we've seen this with Kane before With Sonner, you're on this season He only missed two and a half games As it turned out so, like, he, yeah, he dropped, he lost, he went from, like, 3.7 million owners to, like, yeah. 1.4. Like, he's lost, like, over 2 million owners. It's crazy. So, yeah, his uh, overall ownership is 19.5, but, yeah, his effective ownership in the top the top million is probably 5%, you know? So that's, that's a place where you know that's going to go up. You may want to get in on that early. I'd go in early on Sun, Arcane. I don't think I'd be transferring in Sun this week against City, I wouldn't transfer in either this week against City, but the following week then um, would I transfer in, who are they playing? I can't even find them with a ticker, oh, yeah, West Ham probably not rushing there, but then 26, 27, 28 let's see if let's they're doing see. better let's see if they're doing better, they're still playing shite, really you know, anyone can beat West yeah, Brom too let's now.
0: see, is right, uh, so look we'll wrap double game week 24 and whatever, as we yeah, and done about there, uh, in a bowl for a little bit. Again, I know it's a bit all over the place, and you know what we're saying is lots of ifs ands and buts. But hey, that's fucking the state of the game at the moment. Uh, anyone saying different needs a kick in the hole. Uh, but we will have you know podcasts next week and all the usual shit. So we'll be looking at obviously the more cemented fixtures and whatnot. You mightn't have podcast, Seamus, but we have a special surprise in store. Uh, that you know hopefully we'll get to announce next week. Um, Or surprise you with next week. Who knows. Uh, Before we wrap up, Seamus, I want to touch on the FBL Hangover Mini League. It should be relatively updated now. Uh, I have it up on the screen. Number one is still our arch nemesis Our arch nemesis uh, Drew from FBL Renegades he smashed it again this week 91 points he did bench boost uh, so smash and score that'll fucked him up the rankings a bit more and he's still on top he's on top by a nice chunky 36 points as well so the top 5 in ascending yeah. order you know what I'll do the top 10 because I have time number 10 we live on earth 616 the Avenger Ray he got 61 points this week number 9 the Tito Suarez by Pankham Eddie Pa, he got 64. The Orgazoids, Peter Scully in 72. In 7th place, Shark Team... Pravgill 75. 6th place is myself, 80 points. 5th place, Game of Thrones, Abel Grant, 71. 4th place, Ken Rogues FC, Ken Corbele, 61 points. 3rd place, Giggs Boson, Michael Haywood, 83. 2nd place, Flying Without Ings, Cameroon Arifine, 61 points. as I said, number 1, FPL Renegades, Drew Fairfox to you. He did have a Captain Blank and he still came out of this yeah. with 91 points. But Seamus, having a look at it there, there no one cracked the triple digits this week not from what i can see but
1: no yeah drew came close with his bench boost and so did the other only only other bench boost this week which was um epil rogue with 97 points so a bit cheeky with the bench boost but it actually was the right way to do it i would have been what did i have on my bench yeah um,
0: 20
1: fucking uh, 24 an points. extra 24 <laughs> points or something on my yeah. bench you know even if i just made the right captaincy I not even right, like right transfer decisions, I would have broke hundred, but I think that's true of many other people. So I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm such a fucking genius. Uh when I'm obviously not. But uh yeah, look, there was a few that got that very close. And uh look, I just want to just keep climbing up. You're into the top uh top six yeah. right now. I can see why you went for top ten instead of top five this week. <laughs> uh but look, Drew has pulled away thirty points at the top from uh Flying Without Inks. Like he made thirty points on that guy this week and now he's like 38 points out he's in the top 4k So, but look we well, don't need to focus
0: he's going to Tr- well. do enough fucking bragging on their own show FPL Renegades check those lads out but uh, we can give a shout out to FPL Rogue uh, as you said 97 points with his bench boost Seamus that makes him what? that makes him
1: our manager
0: of there the week there we have it there yes, we sir. have it. Uh, so fair play to you, Niall. Uh Rogue Against the Machine. That's his blog, Rogue Against the Machine dot blog post or something like that. Check it out. Some some very interesting reads there. And uh yeah, delighted to have a manager of the week that I recognise. I didn't even realise it till literally right there when we started talking. Yeah. But that's this week's is Sorry, James. I just said good stuff. Is Neil. it Neil, is it? I call him Niall. Uh yeah, well yeah. that's never gonna change. I'm gonna get that wrong. No matter what I do, I get that wrong. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so fair play to you, lads. Um, Shame is, bef- you know, before we before we wrap this show up, you got the nasty details that you will share with everyone.
1: Yeah, if you want to be part of this um, FPL Hangover Mini League, it's as well, too late. Guys, okay, you should be in there already. <laughs> it's too late. We've been closed. Actually, I was going to say, join the league if you really um, want to be part of it. Well, there goes know, my. If you're not a part of it. Maybe DM us. Uh, okay, you'll find us at FPL Hangover on Twitter, or I'm at FPL Drunk. Um, you know we can we can make an exception if we think you're deserving enough. But other than that, the league is closed, <laughs> and there is a competition for Manager of the Month for February, which is why I'm saying you may be interested in joining. So uh, the two boys that now makes sense why the two boys bench boosts, They want you know, the they cup. want that yeah. cup, sir. They
0: want the cup. I don't blame yeah. them. I mean, I already have a cup, and I know how good it is. Up yours, yep. Kane Corby. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, um,
1: also if you want to email us, you can email us fblhangover at gmail.com as always. And uh, we're on YouTube, we should like, rate, and subscribe. Subscribe if you're doing it, please give us a you know a thumbs up or retweet on Twitter. But uh, give us a, a what's it the word of a yeah. review, a five star review on any uh podcast platforms you find us on. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. no, well said, Seamus. Um, yeah, I can only reiterate it. Uh, I hate begging but uh it really makes a bit of a difference uh with the subscribes and we're seeing it grow we're one subscriber away from the triple digits on youtube now we've we've a whole 99 and uh it mightn't seem like a lot to you know some of the massive accounts out there but we're only a fucking bunch of joke jokers here anyway and it feels like a a world uh, away from where we were to start of the season so i'm delighted yeah give us the review and all that shite. um yeah we'll leave it there Seamus are you done do you want to say good luck to anyone
1: uh no well look i'm always i'll say to everyone mirrors be green this week because uh, depending on what happens in the next week if uh, the wife goes early this could be my last thought for a while but the plan is at the minute to be here next week anyway at the very least uh, and i'll be back before long but uh, I need to take a couple of weeks I'll,
0: off, or else that'll, that'll I'll have it. Uh, I'll have something there to to replace the Seamus. even if it's just a skeleton, a la psycho that'll just turn around eventually. And uh, <laughs> with, a, with a, I can't even put a wig on anymore. You fucking shaved it all off. But uh, yeah, no, we'll keep you updated on Sheamus's, uh soon-to-be newborn baby. Uh, in graphic detail graphic graphic detail uh, I just, of course I wish you all the best for the Double Game Week 24 enjoy it and I'll talk to you next week lads God bless